You are listening to The Urban Andy Show. I'm your host, Lori Ikata. This show talks about important Native issues and highlights guests that are representing Native people in a wide variety of careers. Featured guests talk about how their Alaska Native culture impacts their work. Listen to all of the Urban Anti Show episodes on Spotify and theurbanantishow.com. Like our Facebook page and follow the Urban Anti Show on Twitter to stay up to date on future episodes. Hello, welcome to the Urban Anti Show. Today I'm going to have Dr. Pearl Brower. She is the Senior Advisor for Alaska Native Success, Institutional Diversity, and Student Engagement at the University of Alaska. We're going to have her here on the show to talk about her work. Her current role, what is she going to do in this new role at the University of Alaska? What will, how will she use this position? And I'm also going to ask some questions about the Alaska Native Success Initiative. What is it? Let's find out. Be sure to follow the Urban Anti Show on Twitter and like us on Facebook to stay up to date on all Urban Anti Show news. So I'll do my introduction. Lor ikada seuza dehun denaka hethte deludenith asesni ita e Johnny kada beuza ina e Misty Carlo Riley beuza setsu uza Madeline Riley setsia uza Rocky Riley nulado haten eslan Fairbanks lesta. My name is Laura. My koyukan name is deludenith a. My grandparents are John Cata and Misty Carla Riley, and my grandparents are Madeline and Rocky Riley. I'm from Nulato, but I live in Fairbanks. Do you want to introduce yourself? Absolutely. Dr. Pearl Kion Brower. Savak Dunga, the University of Alaska, me. Kovea Sukdunga, Mangi Chuming, Amanga, Uvalupak. So, good morning or afternoon or good day to everyone um, and welcome. My um, Inupiak name is Nareak, and I was named after Vincent Nareak Sr., uh, a hunter and a father, a grandfather on the North Slope, 
Uh, my um, English name is Dr. Pearl Kion Brower, but most of you know me just as Pearl. Uh, and I am originally from the community of Utqiagovic, or otherwise known as Barrow. But um, I now live and uh, work um, on the land of the Denina here in Anchorage. And I work uh, for, I've just started new at the University of Alaska. And I'm really excited and happy uh, to be here today. So thank you so much, Laura, for the invitation. Yeah, it's great to have you. And so can you talk about what your previous work experiences were? Like, where did you work before you were in this position? Absolutely. So I was really privileged to uh, have worked for Ili Sagovic College. Uh, we are uh, Alaska's only tribal college. I still get to say we, uh, because I, I still feel like I'm a big, uh, I'm an incredible supporter of higher education and what Ili Sagovic still does. And um, I think they'll still take me um, as, as still a part of their uh, extended family. Uh, so I worked for Ili Sagovic College for 13 years, uh, five, the beginning five in administration doing, um, getting a chance to work with the president. Um, I worked in development, marketing, student success, student services. Um, inst uh, institutional advancement and um, kind of external affairs. And then I had the opportunity in 2012 to assume the presidency of the college. And so uh, from 2012 to 2020, I, I was the president of, of the institution. Uh, and prior to that, I actually, I managed an education grant program called ECHO, which stood for Education Through Cultural and Historical Organizations. And that grant was really very neat. It connected Alaska, Hawaii, and Massachusetts with our shared whaling culture. And we were able to bring a, a lot of cultural programming to our state from um, both of those regions. And then we were able to bring our cultural programming to their states. So it was really, really neat. Um, and prior to that, I was at UAF um, as a student. So I'm a proud alum of the University of Alaska Fairbanks uh, and um, always love to come back and, and give back in some way. Awesome, thank you. Um, what kind of challenges were there, did you face being the president? at Ilisagvik? Uh, you know, one of the biggest challenges that I think we face as um, Indigenous people in higher education is that we still struggle with the really getting support for, for higher education and, and respect and understanding of why students should you know finish school and go on to higher education you know we especially um you know indigenous peoples around around the united states we of course are not that removed from the boarding school era and we're seeing some of those those effects we see those effects every single day uh, but now we also are are seeing that trauma that comes as um the residential schools throughout Canada and the U.S. were finding, of course, uh, the graves of our children. And so I think it's really important to remember and recognize that 
not that long ago, our, our, our families were torn apart and children were taken from their families and sent to boarding schools and residential schools. And so education, you know, for our elders, and of course, uh, Laura, we're one generation apart, you know, so, you know, my, my parents um, and aunts and uncles faced that challenge. My grandparents were the ones who had to send their children away. You know, you, um, you know, your, your grandparents faced it. And, um, and so we have this generational challenge that education hasn't always been looked upon very positively. So as the president of Ilisagobet College, Alaska's only tribal college, trying to advocate on behalf of education and on behalf of the importance of education, there's still a lot of raw feelings towards that concept. So even that was my biggest challenge was really trying to encourage our people to really think about um, the positives that come out of education and the reason uh, why we want ourselves and our children and our children's children to have the opportunity for education um, because uh, the world is not as it was one generation ago. Uh, it's changing so quickly, so fast, and we really need to have a place at the table. And a lot of that table um, ends up needing you, they want you to have education behind you. So that was, that was really challenging to, to recognize this trauma and where it came from, but to try to move on and vision a really bright future. And a part of that bright future has to be an educated um, Alaska Native population. And then I'd say the other um, challenge that I think we face um, and, and was that we really want to create a college going culture and we want our children um, and our grandchildren um, and to think that they can go to college. I think we're, we're turning kind of a leaf in that, you know, a lot of, we still have a lot of our Alaska Native people and Indigenous people in general who are first, first generation college students. And we want to, we're trying every day to kind of change that so that students coming in, their parents went to college or their grandparents went to college. Um, but I think a big part of that really um, is that in, especially in the state of Alaska, you can get a great job without, sometimes without graduating high school and sometimes without, um, uh, with definitely not going to college and getting a post-secondary credential. And when I say great, maybe I should rephrase that. You can get a, a good paying job in our state sometimes without, um, without those milestones being reached. I think that was really challenging, especially at Ilisakovic, because we are so close, of course, to Prudhoe Bay and all the oil fields um, that people didn't really have to come to Ilisakovic to get a good paying job um, and trying to encourage people to think um, a little outside the box that maybe that isn't the, you know, the only reason you would go to college um, and that you, if you go to college, you have a lot more options than um, if you don't. So um, there were lots of other ones. Uh, there were amazing, you know, positives that came alongside, but would say those were two of the, the biggest challenges um, I faced as the president of, of Ily Sokovic. Thank you. Yeah, there's a lot of challenges that come with being a Native person and just like trying to recruit Native kids 
So I can see how that's challenging. And so can you talk more about the ECHO program? Because that sounded really interesting. So what did you do in the ECHO program? So with ECHO, I was officially the project manager. So we um, had a large amount of funding that was an earmark from, um, the, from the, the, the government um, that allowed us to connect our three states, Alaska, Hawaii, and Massachusetts with basically with cultural programming. So we were able to bring indigenous peoples from Hawaii and Massachusetts to the state of Alaska. Uh, the Alaska Native Heritage Center was also a partner here in Alaska, along with um, the Inupiat Heritage Center up, up in Barrow. And so um, we were able, we brought cultural programming from Hawaii and Massachusetts throughout the state of Alaska. Uh, and then we were able to bring groups of our native peoples to um, Hawaii and Massachusetts to share our cultures. And I'm trying to think we did some really neat storytelling events and activities a lot of dancing uh, was involved um, in the program. We were able to publish some um, help, uh, work in partnership to publish some published indigenous um, texts and represent, you know, really that represented who we were as indigenous peoples. Uh, and it was a really, yeah, it was a really cool program. And I was really excited that I made, um, there were some really great connections um, and I had a chance to work with really wonderful people uh, through the whole process. Awesome, that sounds like it was a great opportunity for people. And what is your current title at your new job? Yes, I'm so excited to join the university. Uh, so uh, my new position, I'm about six to seven weeks in, uh, is senior advisor for Alaska Native Success, Institutional Diversity, and Student Engagement. And I am um, based at the system office and a part of interim President Pat Pitney's cabinet. And I'm really excited to have the opportunity to engage with all, um, all three universities and all of the community campuses, really supporting um, Alaska Native success is, is definitely a priority, but even moving along beyond that is um, making sure that our whole system is representative, um, is diverse, inclusive, uh, that we're thinking about equity, uh, that we're thinking about how we engage all of our students, all of our residents across the state and beyond, um, and really having that ability to um, work within um, all sorts of different ways to to do that great work. Yeah, that sounds like it's a really great role to have, especially at the top of the university system. So what kind of Absolutely. things will be will you be doing in your position? So I my very first priority has been to really um, the interim president Pitney through a resolution uh, of the Board of Regents created the Alaska Native Success Initiative, which we call ANSI, A-N-S-I. And that's been my biggest priority right now because we are anticipating 
presenting a five-year strategic plan for the Alaska Native Success Initiative to the Board of Regents in November. So ANSI has incredible representation. They have um, it brought together all three universities and their campuses. They have each university has action teams. They have action team leaders at the university um, level. And then we have a steering committee that is made up of those action team leads, um, leadership, uh, the chancellors, as well as system office leadership, and um, then community members who are all very, who are our Alaska Native partners in all sorts of um, areas around our state to really guide and help support um, the efforts of Alaska Native success across the entire system. And so we have come up with each university has priorities and the system office has um, drafted our priorities in ways that we can message and help support each of the um, universities and their campuses uh, to advance this effort. So at this point in time, this has been my biggest, um, my the most that has taken my time um, with really just trying to connect with the action team leads, make sure I'm connecting um, with our all three of our chancellors, um, interim president Pitney, and determining what our our system office priorities, and then determining the objectives and how we're going to meet those priorities in five years. It's really important to us that we start to. Um, we really identify what are actionable steps and how we can immediately begin working towards implementation. We really wanna see um, big changes and we wanna see really positive changes across the system. We wanna do that um, very intentionally, but also um, we want to do that in a way that we start seeing some of these as, um, as wins, as we start seeing some of these changes uh, because I think with the, um, the large nature of the university, sometimes it's hard to implement and, and see those changes. And that's something that we wanna be really intentional about. So um, I'm really excited for that work. It's definitely a passion, um, but I also will be able, um, I'm, I've been asked to be a keynote um, at, a, at a couple of events. I'm really looking forward to Indigenous Peoples Day, which is coming up October 11th. Um, I have had um, the opportunity to engage with um, various partners. I know that we really want to make sure that the university is connected to our Alaska Native communities, to our tribes, our corporations, um, and, and really digging even deeper to, to just community grassroots effort to make sure that people know we are here and uh, we are here to help support um, each of them, as well as, you know, really to support the, the economy of the state of Alaska. Uh, I will have a chance to work on um, helping with some policies. Uh, something really important to me is to see uh, Alaska Native representation in all of the universities, uh, in faculty, in staff, um, in administration. So really helping um, kind of guide and support in a lot of those areas. Yeah, I see on this list of teams, um, on this little 
Alaska Native Success Initiative website, it shows like you have a lot of people from like Canada Chiefs and Fairbanks Native Association. So it's cool that this initiative is able to connect all those people for this greater goal. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so each, um, each university, sorry, Laura, I'll just say this has oh yeah, go ahead. A directed action teams. So um, in particular at, at UAF, um, Dr. Charlene Stern is the, um, the lead, but her action team um, includes uh, a number of individuals from, from, the from UAF. Yeah. And so what are the goals of the Alaska Native Successes Initiative? I know you mentioned this. Can you just like highlight them again? Sure. Yeah, I think the, the, real, the real goal is to begin to determine what we want to see and do so that our Alaska Native students feel and are successful at the university. And I think that encompasses a lot of different things. And we need to define ourselves what success is. So we don't you know, need to take somebody else's um, definition of, uh, to us, you know, uh, graduating in, in four years is success. We don't have to say that. We can define our own Alaska Native student success, but we really want our students um, to feel like they belong and to see themselves represented throughout the entire system. Um, and that could go as far as, you know, um, all of our three universities have great um, Alaska Native Student Support Services. Um, I'm a huge fan of RSS, of Rural Student Services. We, I spent lots and lots of time there. Um, I still know many people who work there. Um, and, but how do we ingrain what that feels like and looks like throughout more parts of camp, of all of the campuses? Um, so that's kind of, that's, that's one of the goals, like for the system, um, office. The other one is that we are going to work towards um, kind of a racial equity and cultural safety uh, awareness training that would be provided throughout the campus. We haven't determined exactly what that looks like, but we know we need to inform and educate uh, throughout our entire system. Uh, we want to be better at messaging. We want to be better at how are we um, expressing uh, ourselves and our support for all of our Alaska Native students. Um, and so uh, we want to think about um, how do we encourage our Alaska Native languages to um, really to put a focus on um, encouraging learning and, and the growth of that. So it's really um, a lot about we want to see the numbers change we always, data is always really important, but it's a lot more than data. It's a lot more than saying, oh, we are doing a great job because the number of Alaska Native students has, of graduating have, have, have risen 5%. Sure, that's a, that's really important piece of it, but the, there's other pieces too that are very qualitative. It's very much the climate. How are people feeling? How are people doing? You know, how um, we need to think about the benchmarks and how to gauge what um, the underlying story is other than just data. So those will be a lot of the, um, the goals and priorities as we move um, ANSI forward.
Thank you. Yeah. Like, how do you capture the essence of RSS? Because you just feel so welcome there. And so how can the whole campus feel like that? I just love that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and so Laura or anyone else listening, if you have ideas, you know, I am, everybody should, should let me know. I'm an open book. I'm, my door slash email slash Zoom is always open. Um, and people can get in touch with me if you have ideas about how to do this, because it's really all about the collective. Um, at the end of the day, we want to do this as a team and we want to do this together because um, it's really hard for one person to change. Um, and it's really hard for 10 people to change. We want um, we want everyone to be a part of this. And, and maybe I'll just also add that um, while we're talking about Alaska Native student success, these types of things we're talking about are support all students, um, support you know, diversity, equity, inclusion, really the concept and the idea is that everyone will benefit from it. So um, I just, uh, just like when we think about all of our different um, Alaska Native values across our state, um, those are human values that, you know, any, any person is better when we take these important values and put them into our lives. And so what, while we're talking Alaska Native student success, we're talking student success in general. And the stronger any of our students are, the stronger our universities are and the stronger our state is. Yeah. And so how do you think this initiative will uh, impact the future? How important do you think this is? I think this is really important. Um, and maybe that, you know, I wouldn't be doing this work if I didn't think it was incredibly valuable. I think it's tough. And I think um, diversity, equity, and inclusion, just that in itself is really hard to wrap your head around sometimes, uh, which is why I think it takes all of us. Um, I want to hear from, you know, I want to have really good conversations and hear from individuals about what that means to them and how, how that, how it affects them. How does, how do these conversations, why do they matter? But I think, I think this is really critical. We're at a critical point. We know um, that the university has has suffered a lot of challenges in the last few years. And what we want to come out of all of this is that we have learned, you know, not only the general, you know, not only our budget, not only, you know, our, our challenges um, internally, not only our um, the shifting, we have a lot of new leadership, we have a lot of new people, you know, all of those things um, really change dynamics. Um, but we also have, we're also right still in the middle of a worldwide pandemic and how is how that has made things challenging. So here we are at a, at a point where we can really effective and positive change has so much value. And I am really excited for the work. It, it, it's going to take some time. And while we may be able to see some, you know, we really want to see some small um, we want to see success. We want to see some changes. I think it's going to be incremental. We'll probably get some in this next year, and then we'll keep just working on it and keep building that foundation. But um, this is the time, and everyone, I think, is really ready and excited, and we want to build on, build on that. Yeah, it's really important work, and I think it'll have lasting impacts. So you mentioned low rates of Alaska Native 
uh, recruitment and like graduation. So what do you think are some of the causes of this? Graduating from high school sometimes in itself is, is difficult and challenging. And we think about then having our you know, students decide to invest. Well, I would say it's such an investment in yourself to go on to post-secondary credentialing, whether that's college, whether that's vocational school, whether that's workforce development training, every single piece of that matters and makes sense and is important for the state. It's important for um, all of our communities. It's important for our families. Um, so I think that while, um, I think that it's really difficult sometimes for students to imagine themselves in college and whatever, I'm gonna say college at post-secondary, um, that's really difficult. So I think that definitely affects. I think once we actually get the students in the door, they are, they are working within a very, very bureaucratic system um, huge universities, even when I was at Ili Sokovic, you know, which we were a lot smaller um, and we were able to really connect with students. We still struggled keeping students in the door. Um, a lot of times, you know, families want their students back. They miss them. The students are homesick. Um, students can't quite figure out how best to advocate for themselves when they're away from home, when they're at college. I think a lot of times, especially in our in our larger system, you know, students end up in a classroom where they're the only uh, native student, or where they're the they're trying to teach. You know, they end up being the teacher because people uh, don't understand who we are as Alaskan Native people. Um, and then and then you go on from that. You know, the challenges of um, trying to pay for school it's expensive. Uh, the challenges of not quite knowing how to uh, maneuver through financial aid. Um, and I think sometimes we put, we as in higher education, put maybe some barriers, you know, we don't realize we're putting barriers in place and, and we do. It's not always intentional, but I think the flip side is, is that we need to be intentional about thinking about what those barriers are and how can we get them out of the way? Because in the reality, we have a lot of power. We have a lot um, of ability to create and um, determine our future. And so we need to be thinking about those things. But I, that's why it's hard to get them in the door. There's so many reasons. There's so many reasons they think they need to stay home or they can't do it. And once we get them in, there are so many barriers to getting them you know, to getting them support and to having conversations um, about why it's, why it's important to be there. How, how can you uh, continue through? What are the support groups that, uh, and, and peers, uh, mentors that, that they need? Um, so it, the, the picture is really, you know, it's a big picture for all of the challenges. Um, and I think we need to start addressing some of those and um, figuring out ways that it makes more sense um, for our Alaska Native students. Yeah, I know for me, I definitely, when I was a freshman, I had a lot of trouble. I had a lot of like anxiety around financial aid and 
I was the only Native student. I went to a community college in Oregon, and I was one of the only Native students, and it was hard. It was really hard. And so I just had to get through that, and I had to just educate people around me, and it's very stressful. It is, and it takes a lot out of out of a student, you know, I'm sure it took a lot out of you. I had a very similar experience. Um, I went to community college in Northern California. Um, I grew up partially in Northern California. That's where my mom is from. And my, my grandmother had ranches all across the Northern part of the state. And um, she ended up in a wheelchair. So we moved from Barrow down to help her take care of some of her properties. And um, so I went to community college and I I had to take an anthropology class and I say had to because I was of course a freshman and all of the other classes were taken and I didn't know what anthropology really was. So I said, oh, okay, I'll take this course. Uh, I ended up graduating with a degree in anthropology. So I really loved it. But my very first um, class, uh, when they got to the <clears throat> session about, um, section about a lot, uh, Northern peoples or Arctic peoples, uh, I couldn't believe the things that they were saying in this class. So I ended up speaking up and really teaching, you know, kind of the module on Arctic peoples. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, it definitely changed my perspective. It actually changed my trajectory, but it, it was exhausting. And I think that happens um, more than we know um, throughout, you know, as, as indigenous peoples in general. Yeah, and I think an important part of getting through these, um, challenges as an Alaska Native student is having a community, having a community on campus where you're welcome and where you can get support for getting through some of these challenges. Absolutely. Yes. We, um, I just, the model of, um, of kind of rural student services, native student services that we have at our universities is really a fantastic one. Um, ANSEP is a great other example of just that support system and, and creating opportunities for people to be together. And I think we need to think about ways we can um, scale that so that we can take that even larger, um, any of those models in, in different ways, just to really provide that support system for all of our students. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be Alaska Native or, or anything, just all of our students. Every, every student, um, most students really appreciate some sort of support <laughs> at some point in time in, in, their, in their career, so um, of, of, of higher ed. <laughs> yeah. And so what kind of changes do you see happening at the, within the University of Alaska institution? Like right now, Laura, or in the future? Yeah, both. Let's think about um, right now. I think the one, the thing I'll say about that, is I'm, I'm new and I think COVID has made it really challenging to dive dive in and dig a little deep into each uh, you know into all into the whole system and um, I can't wait to get to visit um, in person all of our our campuses all of our universities and then all of our community campuses it's on my it's on my list to 
make sure to get everywhere. I think the biggest thing right now I will say is that there is a lot of focus on saying we need to do something. We are at the juncture where we need to do something. We need to change. We need to figure out what that change looks like and we need to act and make it happen, which that's, I think, the first step in, in anything is knowing that you have a number of people who are all saying the same thing. Um, I also, though, think right now is that even with all the challenges, um, the university is strong and we need to send that message because I think sometimes um, all of the press press really um, uh, likes to, and the media, you know, they like, they like a good story and they like drama. And I think they sometimes, you know, just like us as Alaska Native people know, they often shine us in a really negative light um, and always want to just um, put out kind of negative stories. I want to kind of flip the switch there and say we have so much positive going on um, and we are a strong university system. We have great leadership. We are, um, we have incredible faculty and staff and our students are our students are fantastic. They're why we come to work every single day. So thinking about that, I think we have an incredibly wonderful foundation. Um, what do I see in the future? I am just, um, I see inclusive spaces across all of our campuses and our um, um, the universities and the community campuses. Um, I see that our um, that the when we do climate surveys that we are meeting the mark for people feeling like they are comfortable and feeling like they're included, feeling like there's equity. Uh, and I think that we are also, um, I think future, if I, if I thought about the future, it's that we are an inclusive system wide um, organization. And we have um, a, a thriving Alaska Native studies and languages program throughout all of the university that um, is, is really helping to advance kind of um, indigenous, uh, I love the, the term indigenous innovation um, and I'll credit uh, Hune uh, Lance Twitchell for that. We were visiting recently and we were talking about indigenous innovation. Um, and I think a lot of um, what I really wanna see is a lot of respect for, we'll start with for us as Alaska Native peoples, you know, thinking about the land acknowledgement and, and really believing in it and, and recognizing why we do that um, to just that respect of, of all of our cultures, of all of our peoples and of the journey that we have been on uh, to get to, to this point. Um, but then just respect it, you know, across the board for all of our students, for all of our, our faculty and all of our staff. And it's really, really important. Um, and I, I think, I believe the university's future is incredibly bright. We have this real opportunity that we just have one university system in the state um, to impact the future um, health and wellness of our state greatly. So I'm very 
um, I am very optimistic about what that looks like. And I'm really excited to uh, have joined the team and to be able to uh, give back in this way. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of great changes will happen and this will have great impacts on all students at the University of Alaska. Yes, I will say this, Laura, you know, it takes all of us though. So yeah. um, I'm going to say again, just for those who you know are listening and who wanna share, I, I wanna hear from everyone. I mean, I really would love, um, you know, this doesn't, this, this isn't, my project. This isn't uh, the chancellor's. This isn't President Pitney's. This is everybody. This is everyone getting involved and in really making our university system um, a better, uh, just better. And we can always do that. I'm always about constructive feedback. I want to think, okay, what's not working and how do we make it work? Uh, and I think any organization um, can always become better. And I think that's where we're at. We always want to strive to be better. And, um, but we, but we have to do that as a team. So we need to be having conversations. We want engagement. We want people, um, you know, I would, I, I never mind a, an email or a phone call or um, um, a text to just say, have you thought about this? Or we have this kind of brewing this, there's a, there's a issue here, or, you know, we really, my position is really designed to be pan university system, not just focused on the system office and not just focused on any one of the, the universities. So um, I just, I think I want the call out that we want to hear, hear, yeah, I want to hear from people and I want to hear what's going on and um, want to be able to start thinking about ways that we can address. So it's a team effort, uh, everyone, everyone engaged with one another. Yeah, thank you for that. And uh, that's all the questions I had. So uh, unless there's anything you want to add. I think I just will add, uh, Laura, I'm so excited for this show that, that you have. Um, I'm, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for your future. And um, I'm just really honored to uh, have been asked to be here. And please, um, maybe we can follow up, you know, give give us, you know, six months to a year and let's see, maybe we can follow up at some point to really be able to celebrate some of what we've done and think about what more we have to come. So um, I just wish you well. And um, I'm, I'm just really honored to have had this time with you. Yeah, thank you. I'm excited for that follow-up. Let's see what happens. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we'll do that. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for meeting with me. It was great to chat with you. You too. Thank you. Take care. Yeah. Have a good rest of your day. Stay warm. I just met with Dr. Pearl Brower. She is the Senior Advisor for Alaska Native Success and Institutional Diversity and Student Engagement. We talked all about her previous work uh, being the president of Ilisogvik. College, which is the only Native college in Alaska. And she talked about what her current role is. She is, she just started this role six weeks ago, she said. And she's a part of Pat Pitney's cabinet. She's going to be working on the Alaska Native Success Initiative, which will be presenting a five-year strategic plan to make sure 
Alaska Natives feel that they are successful at the university and we're creating inclusive spaces for all students. And we talked about some of the challenges that Alaska Natives face and how can we target the root of these challenges? That's what this initiative will be working on. You can listen to recent episodes of The Urban Anti Show on theurbanantishow.com, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. Tune in to KSUA 91.5 FM every Wednesday at 11 a.m. to hear The Urban Anti Show. Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook to get your Urban Anti Show news. Thank you for listening and have a great day.